This is Noreen Frederick with the Faith and Business Podcast. Today's guest is Terry Tish. Terry works for Family Finance Mortgage in the mortgage industry, and she's going to be sharing her unique story on finding Jesus. She's going to share. She's going to be candid on how life, work, stresses had transitioned her into the mortgage industry. She's also going to share with us how she's found growth through struggle through an incredible story. And then finally, mortgage tips on better options than big banks and what not to do when buying a home. Welcome to Faith in Business with Noreen, talking all things faith and business and bringing them together. Here's your host, Noreen Friedrich. I am here today with Terry Tish with Family Finance Mortgage. Terry, how are you? Thanks for coming in. I'm so good. Good, good, good. I'm excited to have you today. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah, I love uh, I love getting to learn more about you every time we meet. We've become close over the years and even more so since you've gotten into the mortgage industry. So yes. um, share with our, our listeners a little bit about who, who is Terry Tish. Tell us about yourself. Okay, so Terry Tish is from Columbia, Illinois originally, and I married my high school sweetheart. So we've been together 25 years, Ooh. married 15, um, three kiddos, and my life revolves around work and my kids. Yeah. That's yeah. who Terry Tish is. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> sounds about right at this stage of your yes. life, you know? Yes. <laughs> you, got, you got kids and family, and then you're a, you're a working mama. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you're in the mortgage industry. You haven't always been. Right. Tell us a little bit about how you landed there. Was that... Um, I mean, I know I know a little bit of your story personally, but, you know, that's why you're here is to kind of share how you it, did God lead you there? How did you know, how did you end up there and what made you what drove you to go that direction? OK, so I'll have to backdate this to where my career started to make it make sense of why I'm at where I'm at. So I started as an event coordinator for Bush Stadium. So that started in 2001 and I was there for eight years. Sounds like a fun job. It was a really fun job, but it was really taxing on my family. It was really taxing on my social life because when the Cardinals were in town, that was where I lived, like 80 hours a week. It was crazy. Um, So I had Addison, and then two years later, I wanted to have another one, and I couldn't get pregnant. And my doctor said it was I was just too stressed. Um, It caused issues in my marriage because I just wasn't present. I missed a lot of things with Addison. So I decided to give up this career that I worked so hard for And it felt like such a, it was like a loss. It was like breaking up with something. So then I quit in 2008, September 2008. I was pregnant by November. Wow. So it was a big thing that stress really takes a toll. So um, I stayed home for a couple years and then I just wasn't fulfilled. I was just a stay-at-home mom, which nothing wrong with that. But with me as being an independent person and needing that career, I felt that I needed to find something else. So I got on Craigslist. Is that even a thing anymore? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I think it is, okay. but that's funny. Yeah. Wow. So I started searching just secretarial jobs. Like I wanted something not stressful, but I wanted to get out of the house some. And I came across a job at Faith Community Christian High School. It was a really small high school in um, Fenton, Missouri. And at this time, I wasn't saved. I knew who God was, but that was about it. So it said that I needed to submit my resume and also a testimony. And I had no idea what that was. None. So my sister-in-law. Like, what? What? what is this? What's a testimony? Right. <laughs> so I called my sister-in-law, the only person that I knew that was a Christian. And she was like, well, you can't just make that up. It has to be something. It has to be when you found Christ. You know, it has to be a testimony. And I was like, well, I don't have that, but I really want this job. So I went to the interview, and I made up a testimony. 
Like, so, so crazy. It's always a good start. I know, right? <laughs> I'm applying at a Christian school. I'm in a live. <laughs> exactly. But I got... Hey, you were tenacious. You, you, did, you did what you had to do to get that job. <laughs> exactly. And they hired me right on the spot. So I started the next day, which was a Tuesday. And every Friday, they went to worship. The whole school did. It was a very small school, like 36 kids. So, and the whole school closed. Phones off, doors locked, everybody goes. So... Remember, I'm not a Christian. I don't know what worship is. So I walk in, and these people are on fire for Jesus. Like, why wouldn't you be, right? And I was so taken aback and didn't know what I got myself into. But fast forward a couple months, I had to go on a retreat with them. And I had a lot of things that I was carrying from my previous job that will be have to be a different time, another story, because uh, it's deep. But at this retreat, we had a worship time, and the pastor leading it had us all bow our heads and close our eyes and ask if there was anybody in the crowd that needed to be saved. He just felt that somebody needed Jesus, and it was me. So I raised my hand with everybody's heads bowed, high schoolers. I mean, think how awkward that is. And he came to me and led me to the front of the high school crowd, and I fell to my knees, and I was saved that day. Everything I was carrying from my previous job had just been lifted, and it was gone, and it was the most amazing thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. And from that day on, I knew that I could do anything because I had Jesus. Unfortunately, that school didn't make it, so that August it closed, so I had to say goodbye. And my boss sat me down the last day and said, I know you made your testimony up. It was obvious that you didn't know what you were talking about. But wow, God, I cannot thank him enough. If this whole school was made just to save you, it was 100% worth it. So then fast forward after that, I did. I stayed home for a while. My husband built his own business, so I kind of was his rock at home, helping him do that. And again, that need to be career-oriented was firing up again. But this time I had Jesus. So I started in the industry, the mortgage industry, just as a processor, um, kind of back-end office things, and just really started loving it. I love helping others, especially first-time home buyers that are just so lost, and they can get so pointed in the wrong direction and not really know and, and be hurt in the process. And I didn't want that. I wanted to be the person that could help them make best decisions. So my boss was like, just go take the test. And so that's scary. So when you go from wanting a career and wanting a salary to, well, if you do this, it's 100% commission. And so it took a big leap for me to trust. And I was on a walk at work. I hadn't taken the test yet. And I was like, I was, had my earbuds in. I just asked God for a sign. Like, just tell me that this is what I should be doing. And in an instant, my song, that is always my song, came on. Like, as soon as I got done praying. And I just knew. So when you know... Jesus, he speaks to you and you just know without a doubt that the leap is is there and ready to take. So that's why I'm in the mortgage industry now. That's awesome. I love it. And how long ago was that? When did you? Oh, so that was two years ago. Two years ago. Okay. Yeah. And you're still loving. And I know you love the company that you work for. I do. Um, you love the people that you work with. You've been very open about that, which is important. So obviously yes. God led you to the right place. So yes. tell us a little bit about Family Finance Mortgage and your role in that. And you told us, you know, why you love it, but give us a little little bit of background on the company that you're working with. Sure. So we are family finance because we are family, very small. 
which makes it just intimate. So like everyone gets to know each other on an awesome, you know, we're all close. So we all care about each other. We're not trying to one-up anybody. So that dynamic of the family is really nice. And then also we are a broker, but we're also a banker. So when we're a broker, that means we can shop all the investors for you. So we get you the best rate. And then we're a banker, so we can fund our own loans as well. So just being small, we're able to have really good relationships with our investors. So there's a lot of leeway and our fees aren't high. And we don't have this huge overhead of this boss on this boss on this boss that we have to worry about paying. So then we're able to offer our clients better rates. Yeah. So that's awesome. why I love them so much. Yeah, I know. And you've been, I mean, you've been doing fantastic. I, you know, I watch you and I get to see you and you're closing out deals left and right. So it's, you know, it's super fun to, to watch you thrive, you okay. know, and God's this. got my back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it helps, doesn't it? Yes, it, it really does. <laughs> so, I mean, is there, is there, um, you know, moments or times like how do you, how does Terry, you know, incorporate your faith into helping you through some of the tough days. I mean, I'm sure not every client is fantastic. I'm sure not every coworker, you know, like you, obviously you love all of them, but I mean, there's always friction. We're human, right? right? So right. like, what do you do that maybe, you know, people don't necessarily know about you or see about you that behind the scenes kind of helps you, um, helps strengthen you and your faith mm-hmm. um, to kind of get you through just the, the, the struggles, the days of the stress of, you know, family, work, all of those, all of the things. All of the things. So Every day. Well, I shouldn't say every day. If it's really cold or raining, no. But um, every day I put my earbuds in and I put on my worship music and I take a two-mile walk. And I can't tell you how much that helps me. I also spend a lot of time in prayer. We have a room in the back that if I'm just having a day, I'll go there, I'll close the door. Everyone knows that Terry's in prayer time and just leave her alone. Without that, I don't know what I would do. It would I would resort back to who I was at the stadium, and that consisted of going out, drinking, gossiping, all the things that don't lead you anywhere. Um, I also have a lot of friends like you that when I am having a bad day, I can't reach out. Um, So surrounding yourself with the people that are like-minded and can pray with you helps tremendously. Fellowship. Fellowship for sure. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Good. Love it. I know. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you ever, have you ever um, felt like you had to hide, you know, you being a Christian or who you are? I mean, have you ever felt like you had to walk a fine line or is it pretty much like, hey, this is who I am? I mean, you, I know you now. I've actually gotten to watch you become more bold in your yes. faith over yeah. the last few years. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I, you know, I bring up social media a lot and I, it's a love-hate relationship, it right? Is. I think we yes. all have that love-hate relationship mm-hmm. because so much of it is a facade, Yes. But then, you know, it can be a great platform, too, you know, to right. do things like share your faith. And I've, I've gotten to watch you um, really kind of come into your own and be more bold and be okay with being human mm-hmm. and letting people know, like, hey, this is great. You just saw our family vacation, but, you know, this is also what I'm struggling with right now. And um, and being bold about, you know, God being your rock and, you know, going to Jesus. So, I mean, have you ever felt like you had to shy away from that? Or do you, I mean, I feel like you've got gotten stronger, but I don't want to, you know, speak for you. Do you feel like you have days where you're like, eh, maybe I need to right. shut it down? I mean, because you are in business. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, from all the people I've spoken to, I feel like that's kind of a common thing is, am I okay to share stuff about this on social when I'm trying to attract clients? Mm-hmm. Do I need to shut it down? So have you ever felt like that? Or are you kind of like, eh? I do. I have. 100% I have. But I've also spent a lot of time in prayer with that. 
and he has pushed me. It's just I'm to a point in my life that I just don't really care anymore. So if you're going to talk about me behind my back because I have a relationship with Christ, then I'll just pray for you because if you could get to that point, you would be happier. You would be more successful. Your whole life would just shine more. So that was a hard place to get to. And as crazy as this is going to sound, my 17-year-old daughter has helped me tremendously. I've said since she was little that I look up to her, which is kind of weird. I strive to be more like her. She's very bold. She's very independent. She's very— Yes, she is. She's just—she is who she is. And if you don't like her, she really just doesn't care. So it's really weird to say that I envy my 17-year-old daughter, but she is something that— and, and I've wanted to strive more to be that way so then she feels even more comfortable to be that way too. So that is a lot. But I know how hard it is to struggle. And people might not use me because I'm a Christian, and that's okay. And, that, and that's, that's just okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, you know, I think it's important too that, you know, you share that personal side of you and your relationship with your daughter because I think, you know, as people, as humans who, you know, walk this earth, we, we – think that it's got to be one way. You know, I always have to be as the parent. I have to be the influence. And I know a lot of times it's actually the child that changes, you know, the parent's perspective. And so I think it's just so important to be open to like not shutting down how God wants to teach you and who God wants to use in your life to teach you to get you to those places. So I think that's a fantastic reminder, you know, that you just shared like, hey, you can like, and we do. I mean, children, kids are, they don't have I mean, it, your kids' ages, of course. I mean, the older you get, kind of the bigger the problem. But, right. But there's also a childlike demeanor that comes with them that they don't have that we do as adults because we have all the responsibilities and right. we have all the things. And so I think a lot of adults can learn so much from the youth and from yeah. children, and oh, you know, including your own. And, mm-hmm. you know, what an awesome thing that obviously – through God, you're doing something right with how you're raising her. You know, you're bringing her up in, in the church and in faith. And I've also gotten to watch her become more bold. So, so that's, um, that's been beautiful to just really get to see. And she's a, she's a great kid. Yeah, she, well, and what's funny is my real journey of finding Christ started where we're sitting. I was 15. I wasn't brought up in church. My dad was brought up Catholic and it was just, it was a religion. It was rules. So he really shied away from it. And my mom wasn't taught anything. So that's, we just never went to church or anything. So I came here when I was 15 to the judgment house and I ran away crying. I lived three houses down. For those who may not know what that is, would you just? Sure. So it's a play and it's about the year I went, it was about four or five teenagers that went to a party. Two of them were saved. The other three were not. They were killed in a car crash on the way home from this party. And so then it took you through their the judgment day. So we walked through hell and then we walked through heaven. And um, it was, it sticks with me still to this day. Um, I left there thinking I was going to hell, which is scary. It was, they put on a great play. Like you really felt like you were in hell. And I walked into my mom's living room and I was like, I'm going to hell. Like, why did you do this to me? So I vowed that day when I had children, they would be raised in the church and they would know Jesus. So to have this all circle back, and this is now my home church of where I was terrified and now I am just so happy is just, it is so crazy to see how God makes everything work and the whole circle circle. comes together. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. So 
when it comes to, let's do this, when it comes to business, Mm -hmm. do you have a tip? Like what would be, you know, it it doesn't matter if, if, I mean, if it's to first time home buyers, if it's to, um, you know, fifth time home buyers, do you have one tip that, you know, kind of broader, you could target, you know, a certain group that you're like, hey, this is something I see all the time that a lot of people don't know. And it's very important. Like what would be one tip that you would share from people that don't understand the mortgage industry? I mean, let's be honest, you and I are both in, in this industry Mm -hmm. of real estate. And um, a lot of people don't quite grasp, you know, the process and what goes on, especially if they're first time home buyers. But um, I think even people forget and things change so much. So Mm -hmm. what would be one tip that you feel uh, if you could share to the world? Sure. So my biggest tip, honestly, is a lot of people will think a bank or a credit union is going to be the best option. Typically, it's not. One, they're not experts in the mortgage industry. They do a lot of other things within their company. Another thing is, is they can't shop all the investors that a broker like I myself can. Just in that, I can shop better rates. We have lower fees, all the things. So if you can find somebody that has that, you know, can offer that, much better. Um, other thing that I would highly suggest is once a loan is started, don't change anything. Don't open a credit card. Don't buy a car. Even if you have that debt to that back end debt to income ratio that has a lot of gap, a lot of room for more debt, just don't do it because it can rewrite the whole thing. So those yeah. those would be my two yeah, those big tips. Yeah, those yeah. are those are great tips. Yes, yeah. we see that we, we see do that quite a bit. Yeah, and it will shut a loan down, and you're gonna miss out on your house because. Yeah of things you didn't know. And then also mortgage expert can walk you through all of that. They'll typically hold your hand through everything and they'll take care of it all. So you don't mess up those types of things. So awesome. So that's why it's important. I mean, it's important important. to to connect and to find the right one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So last question. So business Mm -hmm. question, business tip. Now we're going to go to spiritual. Okay. So do you have one um, go-to scripture that you just cling to or that always just kind of comes back around? I do. I do. So I actually, I have quite a few. So if you're ever needing some, the Google is great. So you just Google it and they come in. But this my, is true. It yes. is. It is so nice. So anybody that says that they can't be in the Word, it's, yeah, it's pretty easy now. Mm-hmm. You have apps, you have yes. Google, like, and, and and you can. I mean, I know the the version app, you can go in there and you can say, um, I need I need a prayer for hope today, or oh, I need a prayer so for easy. loss today, or death, and I mean yep. it just it'll pop up scripture. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. will you share? I will. Awesome. So, my very favorite is out of Deuteronomy, and it is chapter 31, verse six through eight, and it is, "Be strong and bold; have no fear or dread of them, because it is the Lord your God who goes before you. He will be with you; he will not fail you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed." Awesome. Love it. And that How can goes you back fear to, anything with that? Right. So. Yeah, boldness. Yes. Not fearing, knowing that he's there, clinging yep. to him. Yes. Yeah. Makes a world of difference. Yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, Terry, thank you so much for coming in. I oh, love, always love talking to you. I was super excited to have you today. So um, love your story. And I love, you know, just, I don't know, you probably didn't think if somebody would have asked you, you know, even five years ago, hey, would you ever be in the mortgage read, industry? Like, you read my mind sometimes. <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> But you're right. Never, ever would I have thought or dreamt. So, And now here God is, you know, using you. And um, and that's my prayer, you know, for you and for everybody that I talk to is, you know, that you just continue to seek him and hear from him. And, you know, a lot of times it's easy to do on Sundays or it's easy to right. do on Wednesday nights or it's easy to do when, you know, business isn't going that great. And then 
you know, praising him on the mountaintop. Sometimes that's, you know, that's easy. Hey, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Things are going so, so awesome. But to do it consistently and to, to bring him into the workplace um, is so important. And, you know, mm-hmm. I know some people, you know, talk about, oh, don't bring him into sports. Don't bring him into work. Don't bring him into this. But he says, bring me into everything. Right. Come to me and ask me and bring me everything. And so it's so important as Christians in the business world to say, to remind ourselves daily and each other, hey, it's okay. Like, go to him and pray for your clients. Pray for that client you haven't even met yet that he's going to bring to you. You know, pray for the clients that are struggling financially that really want or need a house. And so, you know, just I I love it. And I I know that you do that and um, just want to keep encouraging others that are listening. Like, don't don't shy away from that boldness and from seeking him in the workplace, too. Right. Because it will always benefit everybody around. Yep. So. Awesome. Well, so great having you today, Terry. Thank you. Love you, girl. Love you, too. Thank you for listening to Faith in Business with Noreen. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Until next time.